This program is part of Film Geek Radio. Visit filmgeekradio.com for more great shows. This is Agents of Shield Cast, your source for the best analysis of the ABC television series Agents of Shield. With your host, Agent Andrew Johnson. If they can bring back Clark Gregg, maybe they can bring back Ed Norton. That'd be weird. Agent Bibbs Bibiani. I got all my ideas from Mr. Belvedere. Come on. Agent Gwen Reyes. Anybody that's not a huge Joss Whedon fan just really needs to pack up their whole life and move to another continent. And Agent Rod Morrow. I feel like someone just ran into your room and gave you a wedgie and then ran back out. They are the Strategic Homeland Intervention Enforcement and Logistics Division Critical Analysis Strike Team, a.k.a. The Shield Cast. Agents Assemble, and welcome to another episode of the Agents of Shield Cast. I'm your host, Rod. Um... Andrew's not here. Don't, don't worry, this isn't the Agents of Hydra secret cast, guys. Everything's it's already out of the closet, guys. So uh, it's just a regular Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. cast. Um, I'm, of course, uh overall comics enthusiast and founder of the Blackout Tips podcast, um, where you can find it at theblackouttips.com. Um, Rod, uh, and, uh, of course, I'm not by myself or else I wouldn't be doing this. Um, I'm joined by... The film channel editor at Crave Online and host of the B Movies and Blue Movies podcast, William Bibiani. What's up, Will? What's up, Holmes? Chilling. Yeah. Man. Yeah. Mm-hmm. West Side. West Side <laughs> is the best side. <laughs> I remember yeah. the nineties. Uh, yeah, yeah. So, uh, uh, Gwen, Gwen Reyes and Andrew Johnson aren't, aren't here today, uh, for reasons. Uh, but you know what? I owe you guys like a podcast. I missed a bunch of episodes, so uh, I, I'm just uh, I'm gonna try to be both of them. Uh, so everyone, imagine I have glorious, glorious curly hair, and uh, in Andrew's case, imagine that I have video problems. <laughs> well, um, I think uh, we'll be able to manage. Um, they are All very right. important people, but um, I believe Agent Gwen Reyes is out trying to find uh, what happened to Andrew. Uh, when he was uh, brought back to life, so we'll see. Uh, we'll see exactly what happens here. Um, it was a good day. Uh, of course, you can reach this show at filmgeekradio.com. Um, it's the Age of the Shield cast is one of their many shows that they have there. Um, make sure that you uh, click on stuff. They have sponsors on their site. They have, uh, I believe, an Amazon link and stuff. So go out there and support Andrew and uh, you know all the affiliates and donate and stuff. Um, and and, uh, uh, and if if you're watching this show right now on Spreecast, which you should be doing every week, uh, be sure to leave us a question or two here, and we'll try to answer them before the end of the episode. Or any comments, anything else you want us to comment on? Now, now's a good time to get it out of the way. Yes, exactly. So leave us uh, questions and stuff. Watch us live um, in the chat, and uh, you know, enjoy yourselves. Uh, this week's episode of uh, Ages of Shield was called. Uh, I was just looking at another personal, another personal, nothing, nothing personal, man. That's nothing right. personal, nothing man. Personal, just like I knew. Yeah. Uh, it always was. Um, it was. Um, it was. Uh, we directed. Yes. By uh, a guy, Bill Gearhart. Named Billy Gearhart. Yes. Um, and you can do this. Uh, I believe also, in you. It was written by Paul Zbyszewski and DJ Dole. Um. One of my second favorite DJs. So that's right. Know. That's right. <laughs> He's a good guy. Uh, and first, of course, is DJ Tanner. Uh, yes. But uh, yeah, it's um, uh, it was it was episode twenty. We got two more to go after this. Bills, can you tell them the uh, plot synopsis? Oh God, I guess I suppose I can. Um, okay, so it turns out. Uh, Agent Maria Hill returns to help Coulson as what's left of S.H.I.E.L.D. collapses due to the efforts of HYDRA. And, um, yeah, that's actually, uh, that's about right. Yeah. That's about right. That's pretty close. Yeah, that's, that's, there's more. But, uh, that's, that's the gist of it. Yeah, that's, that's the, they're selling the co-star element here. Because, uh, there's one thing the fans love, it's Agent Maria Hill. That's the uh, cameo we've been clamoring for over and over and over again. Uh, but you know what? After Captain America, the Winter Soldier, she ended up in an interesting place. So it's actually kind of fun to not have to wait years uh, to see what's going on with that. I mean, she flat out says, uh, hey, we're privatizing national security. You want in? 
So that's actually kind of fun, and I think that's uh, something they're going to be playing with in the Avengers Age of Ultron. So, cool. Yeah, I, I really enjoy exploring that because I thought she was left in a very um, just kind of interesting spot at the end. And, you know, as a comic book geek, um, I'm kind of hoping that it does lead to the uh, Stark takeover of S.H.I.E.L.D. at some point. Mm. Um, and maybe that's what we'll be seeing is the uh, Tony Stark-led S.H.I.E.L.D. or something or you know, Tony Stark led national uh, international security, whatever that is. So, and if you think it's hard to get Samuel L. Jackson to guest star in Agents of Shield, wait do you see what it's like trying to get Robert Downey Jr. to do it? Oh my God! We will never it. see him. Never Maybe see him in a million years. A voice impersonator. Maybe we can get that. There you go. <laughs> we'll get his brother, Bobbert Downey Stark. Right. Bobbert Downey Stark. I don't um, fucking know. But, Christ. But, um, uh, what was your overall impression with nothing personal um decent episode decent episode um i'm not entirely sure why it was necessary for maria hill to to flat out uh uh, just come after and kind of betray colson at the beginning i realized that you know it was part of her deal but it struck me as kind of a douchey thing to do rather than just call him first since she obviously knew that bunker existed and say hey colson yeah you should come in this is this is a bad i mean she's gonna have the conversation anyway why bring that many soldiers but whatever um but um, I liked all the stuff uh, with Sky and Ward. Um, I liked seeing a lot more Deathlock. Deathlock is uh, uh, becoming actually a pretty decent villain, although his missile launcher still doesn't work. Uh, mm-hmm. And uh, you know, I liked the bit at the end uh, with Lola. That really made me happy. I've been I've been kind of waiting for them to do that for a while. Like people keep falling out of this plane and they never just jump in Lola. I was like, okay, I realize it's expensive to show that visual effect, but come on, you, you put it in there. So it was nice to finally see that wrap up. Um, yeah, overall, I, I kind of dug the episode. Kind of dug the episode. Kind of thought the uh, the cliffhanger was um, a bit of a letdown um, with uh, with Coulson finding out that he was actually part of the pe- one of the people behind the Tahiti project and said we shouldn't do it because it gives everyone like brain damage. Uh, I'm like. After this much buildup, that's kind of what we thought it might be like five episodes ago. So I was kind of hoping it would be something a little bit more special than that. But that's me. Rod, what do you think? Um, I also enjoyed it. Thought it was pretty good. Um, uh, I did think the cliffhanger with Tahiti was um, like, it was interesting, but it just didn't like, it felt more like here's a way we can keep it within the show and not get too big or for our britches. So um it's kind of self-contained although i love clark greg's reaction to it that was, was cute. Kind of, yeah kind of my reaction which was huh okay um <laughs> but uh yeah so I, I i you know i wasn't you know i was and then i i did like that the idea was this was not for you it was for if we need to revive one of the avengers which mm-hmm. uh would have been pretty damn cool to see what would have happened in that situation but um yeah so yeah the reveal wasn't that big um I enjoyed Maria Hill mentioning the man thing. Um, That's right. Who or what is a man thing? Which is a damn good question. Rod, I know what a man thing is, but not everyone necessarily does. Will you explain the man thing? I only know what it looks like. It looks like (laughs) the swamp thing. It does. Well, uh, the man thing and the swamp thing were actually created by guys who were college roommates. Uh, and they claim it's a complete coincidence, but, uh, the man thing was, I believe he was an airline pilot who crashed into a swamp and became a big creepy swamp creature. And the tagline was, anyone who knows fear burns at the touch of the man thing. And he was kind of a, kind of a horror comic. But then I remember at some point, and I don't know when exactly this happened, it was decided that of all people, the man thing was the nexus of realities. And mm-hmm. that our reality, or, or the 616 reality, as it is known in the Marvel Universe, the superhero reality, uh, cannot exist without the Man-Thing in it. Uh, mm-hmm. And he's been behind a lot of various universe and parallel dimension traveling adventures. He was also the subject of a not terrible, but not very good straight-to-video movie in the early 2000s called Man-Thing. Uh, which actually has, like, it's actually really good-looking movie. Like, it's very nicely shot. The man thing actually looks really creepy. But uh, it's pretty much just a standard asshole, uh, like, loggers are going to tear down the bayou and the man thing stops them kind of thing. But uh, it's not as bad. It's not as bad as you might think. So I guess Marvel actually has the rights back to him now. I don't know what the fuck they're going to do with the man thing. There's not only so much, there's, there's only so much you can do with the man thing, really. 
I'm kind of hoping to see it lumbering around sometime. So I don't know. It'd be kind of nice to see like Marvel delve into its kind of horror staple. You know, like uh, you know, they got Blade. I don't know if they got Blade back yet, but Blade is a uh, you know horror character. The Marvel versions of Dracula, Doctor Strange is kind of a horror character. There's stuff you could do, but uh, Man Thing should not should never be the subject of his own movie. That yeah, was a, that was a big mistake. Although it might be fun to see him on the show, though. Who knows? Maybe someday. Yeah, yeah. That yeah. was a, that was kind of all I was thinking was maybe at best he gets a monster of the week. Um, she was. Did you catch that she was talking to Pepper Potts? I did catch that she was talking to Pepper Potts. Maria Hill, for those who don't remember or who haven't seen Cat's Mech of the Winter Soldier, uh, decided to go to work for Stark Industries after uh, the events of Cat's Mech of the Winter Soldier. So she was off doing some sort of congressional hearing where they're asking her about every classified document that got released at the end of the Winter Soldier, including who or what is a man thing, which, again, was a good question. Um, and uh, Melinda May comes up there and says, Hey, um things i don't even remember what the point of their conversation was i guess she was she like wanted, she wanted to know uh who was behind the tahiti thing because at this uh, yes. point uh she's like if if shit was all the way up at the top was hydra and mm-hmm. someone was giving orders to fury mm-hmm. then who the fuck decided this hot was was it alexander uh pierce that that's right this that's right tahiti thing um yeah. and she gave her the cryptic uh he buried the intel where he decided not to bury Colts Colson, uh, which uh, was Doo of him. Which is, she was like, well, yeah, that's a very. Simple. I was like, this is a very simple riddle if for a man who yeah. talks in riddles, apparently. Yeah. Also, also, so we're gonna keep this top secret information, uh, where anyone can literally dig it up. I would keep it in like a safe. Or something, like maybe in a place where there are some guards. Like, like right. she was there just digging up the grave, and fucking, and fucking Shepherd Book was there for no fucking reason. <laughs> All right? Just like, oh, hey, what are, you, what are you doing? Oh, I'm just digging up a grave and stealing secret government files. Don't mind me, <laughs> and I won't mind you, because even though we know you're a character in this show, we're not going to do anything with you. I don't know yeah. why they bothered. Um, and yeah, it's, I don't know. I almost think it's too easy. You know, like, I think it's like, uh, maybe that's all a big misdirection or something. I don't know. It might, it might just be that it stupid did, plot point. It felt like they needed to get May back on the team quickly while giving her something to do. And so it was like, whatever it takes to wrap this up in one episode, but you need to be back on the team by the end of, you know, 45 minutes or whatever. And yeah. I mean, it, it served its purpose or whatever, but yeah, I, like that side story wasn't really that big a deal to me. Um, I just wanted more Mama May, and we didn't get that, so uh, I just had to deal, I guess. Give it time. They'll put her in charge of S.H.I.E.L.D. version 2. I would be down with that. Um, I would be down with that, I did enjoy the Cat and Mouse with Sky and Ward a lot. Um, That was cute. uh, Because I think what, um, what's her name, Chloe Bennett? Yeah. yeah, I think she had a very difficult task to do with with actors. Uh, It's always difficult for actors whenever they have to act like they're doing like they're acting in a role or that they is have true. to do the you know i'm I, i'm pretending to be bad at espionage type thing and she i thought she knocked it out of the park you know you're right it is tough and it's not even tough for the actors it's tough for the audience to accept it because we know we know they're lying and uh, it, we, they don't want to confuse the audience, but they also want to make sure the audience is constantly reminded. And it's 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 a big dumb mess. But yeah, she does it. She does a pretty pretty good job of it. I like to think of their relationship as one of cat and also cat, because um, because uh, she's she's there. And like, I'm not entirely sure why she thought like four cops would stand that much of a chance against Ward. And I love that Ward like kills two cops and says, "Wait, you don't understand." <laughs> This is all of deep misunderstanding. Is not what you Bam, bam. Sorry, sorry. Listen, I know how this looks. <laughs> it, it, uh, I also Christ. thought it was funny too because um, I like I enjoyed the kind of like subtext of them getting like cl- quicker and quickerly uh, or having shorter and shorter patience with each other to the point where it is like boyfriend girlfriend arguing. Like it did kind of feel like this really petty small argument where they're being polite whereas no dear i'm going to order this <laughs> instead of that and, like it was it felt very like real oh, on gosh. some level even as they're, as they're being fake 
And um, I enjoyed her, like, reveal of, like, I'm just trying to have an honest conversation for once. And I'm always like, oh, she tried it. She's going to get killed. That's like, It's like Woody Allen's Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. I love it. <laughs> I love it. I would love to see that guest episode. That would be really, really funny. I got to say, I, got, I thought, um, I, I must say, I, I thought Sky's message to her fellow agents was actually rather clever. They did a good setup with the whole uh, 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 fake windows thing and how like, wait a minute, one of them is off. And oh no, Warren's Hydra. And I thought that yeah. was, uh, that, was uh, that was rather clever. I did not see that coming. I was, yeah, that What'd was, that was kind of neat actually. Good for them. What'd you think about the reveal of not just that, um, you know, Ward was the uh, Hydra agent, but you know when they do the autopsy and Fitz has his meltdown and uh, and and Simmons starts crying. What'd you think about that scene? I thought that was good. I thought um, you know they should feel betrayed. They should feel upset. Obviously, uh, Agent Triplet doesn't have the same emotional connection. And I like that Agent Coulson is even like, uh, yeah, try, give give me some time. I'm gonna have my freak out of my own in a few minutes. But he's all business right now, and that's good. You need that. They spent enough time together, even if it wasn't, you know, even if those weren't the best episodes of the show, that that would really fuck them up. And I thought that that was that was decent. I don't know. A part of me is really ready. Uh, for Fitz to just sack up because he's been really just em- emotionally vulnerable for many episodes now. And there was a time before the whole uh, clairvoyance slash Hydra thing started coming together when he was really starting to step up and be more confident and be a proper field agent. And I get that this has thrown him for a loop, but I think we're ready to see that return because right now I'm like... I, I don't want Simmons to fuck you. I, I think you're you're not in the you're not in a good place right now. So yeah. um and I like that bit where he just asks Simmons like, please just just tell me you're not Hydra. And yeah. and, and, and Simmons was and Simmons was like, I'm not Hydra. And then I want next episode to find out that she's Hydra. Like that would be awesome. Like that would be that would be so cool. <laughs> and not just Hydra. She's like Madam Hydra. She's been in charge the whole time. Like just to fuck with Fitz. And then Fitz like just I can't take it anymore and shoots himself in the head. But it's with a night night gun. So he wakes up and it's really embarrassing and he has to kill himself. Becomes better off dead and Agents of Shield. Like that's the episode I want. You know what's funny though is um like I also am not a fan of emo Fitz. Although I am a fan of angry Fitz. And yes. it's like the Hulk or some shit because it goes back and forth because, you know, there's a scene in this one where Talbot comes in and he's interrogating him and he's like, do your worst. And I'm like, what? <laughs> like you, you're do your worst guy right now, Mr. I was crying five seconds ago and having a tantrum uh, in the other room. Like, uh, Mr. I'm pining after my best friend. Or you're, And he did the same thing when Garrett, uh, you know, revealed himself and was like, we're gonna you can come work for us he's like you're gonna have to kill me it's like what i guess i mean yeah um, i mean dibs i i I suppose i i yeah no they they need to figure out something to do with him stats yeah Yeah, i I liked angry fits though like i don't know did you like angry fits or did i like angry fits just fine i just prefer you know mature fits you know kind of badass fits like i thought uh Anytime Fitz gets to show that he's competent and confident, um, he's always really good at sort of tinting that with, like, you can see that it's it doesn't come easy. And that mm-hmm. makes me like him more because he's doing something that is hard for him, but he's also up to the challenge. And that's the, that's the Fitz I really, really like, and I'm really hoping that by the end of the season, that comes back. Um, I would love to see Fitz, like, like fucking take Ward down. You know, like fighting on the top of the plane, like at twenty thousand feet. You know, like that'd be fucking cool. Uh, that would probably be the most unrealistic thing I've ever seen. Um, he'd have to do it with some kind of tech or some shit, or else I would lose my shit because there's no way he can beat up Ward. No, I'm not saying I'm, I, that's fine. I just want him to do it. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, yeah. I would love for him because I mean, we had that great episode, one of my favorites, uh, where he and Ward go on that mission and. If you kind of pay attention, he's right about every fucking thing. And Ward's really the one along for the ride, except for the part about the sandwich. So it's like, yes. you know, I, I enjoyed them spinning that on its head, you know. And right, that so, was a great episode. I like that episode a lot. Right. 
it would be great to see them go actual head to head and him outthink Ward somehow. Um, you mentioned Triplett's disconnect from the team. I, I'm enjoying that. There's a point. No, where I think we need it. I May, think. Yeah, he calls May sorry ass or something, and Clark Gregg is even <laughs> kind of like, hey. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think Triplet. I'm waiting to find out like a little bit. I'm waiting for Triplet to get like some highlight in an episode, like really get to know him a little bit better. But mm-hmm. it was a really good idea, particularly since we're apparently losing Ward to uh, to add someone else to the team and someone who isn't quite as we're a family, we're yeah. all friends, we love each other more than the government. I'll do anything for you guys. Oh, group hug. Like, I, I, I want someone outside of that going, oh, God damn it, another hug. All right, let's do this. All right. Now, but, but we get back to work. I'm trying to fuck Simmons. Um, yeah, I, I like that. I like that. So, he's so cool. Like, I yeah, I like him. He's, he's nice. He's a fun character. <laughs> I like the bit with the potato chips. I, I'm, on, I'm on vacation. I'm having some junk food. Okay, well. You know, we're going to be on vacation for a little while longer. Shit, I'm going to have another bag. Like, that's actually, like, really cute. Like, I expect him to cut to him at some point, and he's just practicing saxophone because he's just that damn cool. Um, yeah. But, yeah, he. so uh, I enjoyed that. Um, uh, I felt bad because, um, you know, my man Patton Oswalt's really dead, man. No one's going to bring him back to Tahiti, so that kind of sucks. He could still have a twin brother, and, again, you know, you can always watch the Goldbergs to see the prequel. Of how uh, uh, he came to Shield, it's going to take a while. I mean, it's still on when he's like nine or something, but they'll get there. They'll get there. If you give them another thirty seasons on the Goldbergs, he'll get to Shield. What do you think about General Talbot, man, and uh, the guy playing him from Heroes? Uh, Adrian Pazdar. I'm a huge fan of Adrian Pazdar. If you've ever seen a show he was on called Profit. You ever watch that show? Nah. Only last, it didn't even last the full season, but they've put the full season on DVD. It is fucked up. It is so fucking awesome. Like, you have to check it out. Um, but yeah, 12 episodes stops. Really, really good. Uh, yeah, he's a good actor. He's playing, for those who remember Ang Lee's Hulk, he's playing the Josh Lucas character. Uh, basically, he's the generic douchebag military guy who only believes in military and won't be not a douchebag if you're not military or even if you are like he's just sort of like that stubborn asshole character who cannot be talked to or reasoned with thinks he's right uh and he does a good job of being that i don't know i I always prefer those characters to have a little bit of shading to them i really liked um uh, William Hurt in The Incredible Hulk because you could tell that although that's kind of what he was after it was all, it also came from a place of emotion it came from something really personal to him like he was protecting his daughter he hated Bruce Banner for his relationship with his daughter it's still simplistic but at the very least made him seem less like a plot point character so yeah Adrian Pazdar gets to show up in a dumb haircut and goofy mustache and menace the team and uh, alright I guess someone had to hey, uh, I'm impressed he took the haircut for the role because uh, yeah. that's a pretty, that's yeah. not a haircut you can get a lot of work with, man. Um, so he really bought into the role to uh, go with that. And um, also just General Talbot in the comics, who has had you know several different iterations, but um, he's always the government hound, whether it's on Bruce Banner or whether he's marrying Bruce Banner's ex-wife and you know uh, going around uh, trying to kill him. Uh, like, I kind of enjoy that um, about him, and uh, it was cool to see him get some action here. We actually have uh, Andrew on the line now. So, Andrew, are you there? I am here. Andrew! How are you guys doing? Big hugs, everybody! We're a family! Yay! We're a family! Um, Andrew, man, we're talking about uh, Nothing Personal, episode 20 of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Uh, what are your general thoughts on the episode? I like this episode. I, I I really like where the show is headed. I like that they uh, kept Sky's backbone, though I'm a little bit disappointed she didn't just let Ward die. But overall, I'm I'm okay with that decision. And I I I like how they're bringing it all together now. You have the big reveal about the Tahiti project that May has discovered. Uh, you've got the fact that the government is chasing them down. And you've got everything with the clairvoyant who might not be Garrett. Apparently, Garrett has some sort of boss that's directing uh, Deathlock. I thought Garrett was directing Deathlock. Yeah, I read that as Garrett's underling directing Deathlock because he said Garrett, it was like Garrett wants you to do this. 
garrett says that so to me it was more like he uh he he kind of like gave someone else the remote control but he's still the the one in charge possibly okay i was i was confused by that i was like okay either someone else is in charge or garrett really likes to refer to himself in the third person (laughs) he seems like the type right Right, that would also be awesome. I would love Bill Paxton to come back next week and only speak of himself in, in the third person. Uh, that that would also work for me. Oh, you lost Sky Garrett angry. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Um. So, uh, let's see what else we were talking about. Um, what do you think about Deathlock coming back, uh, Bibbs? I I liked him. He was cool. I like uh, uh, the sort of attitude he's got, like, well, this is happening. Like, you know, he's like, he's just come to accept it. He's not really enjoying it, but he's like, I'm, I'm stuck, whatever, I'll just be a Deathlock. Yeah, I thought it was cool. I like, I, again, the thing with Deathlock is they have enough money to, just enough money to make a villain of Deathlock's size and caliber and, and power set cool, right? They, they have that money, but uh, they, they, the problem is he's just powerful enough they always have to find stupid ways to make him fail. Like, again, that rocket launcher is just for shit. Has that rocket launcher ever worked properly? Like, Derek gets into something like, don't say I never gave you anything. He puts it on his arm through his sleeve, so he's now got pieces of cloth permanently in his arm, which I still don't get. And then he's like, um, you know, oh, yeah, cool, I got a rocket launcher. That never hits anything. So no, <laughs> Garrett, you never gave me anything. Worst birthday present ever. Do you like his new outfit and heart attack powers? Yeah, they're all right. <laughs> I, I got nothing against it. Heart attack powers seems like the thing that I would misuse the most if I had them, you know? <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, really, asshole? Oh, really? You think that was a foul? This is a foul. <laughs> um, Andrew, what do you think about Deathlock? I thought that was a pretty cool. I, 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 I really liked uh, that whole thing where he sends Ward into cardiac arrest. Uh, though part of me wonders why he didn't just do that with everybody <laughs> he encounters, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, why doesn't he just go, all right, you're having a heart attack, you're having a heart attack, you're having a heart attack, done. You know? <laughs> right. <laughs> I mean, that's an easy easy way to incapacitate all your enemies. Yeah, it was funny, too, because, um, like, I enjoyed the, you know, Ward's whole, it's all business, nothing's personal, it's not a big deal. Um, and then he gets zapped as part of just doing business, nothing personal. And Deathlock actually says that to him. And Ward is completely like taken aback because it's like, well, not, well, not with me, with you guys. It's nothing personal. Not you tried to kill me. I'm going to fuck you up. So uh, I actually like that being turned around on him. Well, I mean, it, it leads me to believe that Ward is probably going to come back to the light side, so to speak. And, uh, you know, betray Garrett once we figure out why he's so loyal to Garrett in the first place. The only thing we know about Ward's backstory is that his big brother was an asshole and made him mean to his little brother. Maybe Garrett just killed his brother or gave Ward the ability to do it or something. I feel like we're going to find out next week what that origin story is. But, um, you know, I'd be more than happy to, you know, I, I'm I'm still hoping for the outside chance he is his older brother. Um, but, uh... That you would know. be so lame. That doesn't work. That, that drama doesn't work if you don't get to meet his other brother. Maybe Garrett is his older brother. That's what I'm saying. That's what I just said. Oh, yes. I thought you meant that maybe Ward. I don't I, understand I that. Hope, yeah. I'm, I'm shooting for the outside chance that he actually is his older brother and that that's what we're getting. All right, man. So um, what about um the biggest thing? The reveal, I guess. I mean, the writing's been on the wall and I think they... We're consistent and stuck with it. That Ward really does love Sky is not an act. Um, and I like that part because it turns Ward's love into crazy psycho, like weird obsessed love. You know, like this, it's like this weird Cape Fear moment between him and Sky. Yeah. like touching the side of her head, like because I really do care about you, and I can't believe you really would think I would, I would kill you. It's like you just killed everyone, dude. So um, I, I enjoyed that for the character, but I can see how that maybe people read that as just silly or stupid. So um, I would like to get your thoughts. I like I like that. Listen, I agree that it's kind of creepy that he believes that, and maybe in some way he really does. At the same time, this happens in every story where someone lies to someone. Like that's found that's found it on a lie. It's like I was lying, but I didn't lie about how I loved you. 
And that, and for some reason, in almost every movie, that turns out okay. Like, listen, our entire relationship is based on a lie, and you've just proven that you can lie well enough that I'll never be able to trust you again. Let's get married! Like, I, I never buy that, uh, ever, ever, ever. So if they can maintain that as, if, as long as they never give Ward any slack for it. If he's around for a while, even if maybe he comes back to the team briefly or whatever, or whether he just remains like this weird rogue agent Hannibal Lecter type villain or something for them, um, I, I'd be absolutely fine with that as long as Sky never gives him any slack. That's my philosophy. All right. What about you, Andrew? Um, you, you mean in terms of their relationship? Yeah, the big reveal, he really still is, he really is in love with her, and I think it makes him a creepier, more evil character in a way. Oh, definitely. When she says that it makes her want to throw up, I was like, I feel you. That's pretty disgusting to, to have somebody <laughs> betray you and everyone that you know and betray all your friends and then say, oh, but it's okay because I love you. That's pretty messed up. So I kind of hope that if they do the whole Ward redemption route, then I kind of hope that he redeems himself, but in doing so, ends up dying. And then Sky can feel really bad. No, 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 no. And then he'll die, and we'll never have to see him again, and Sky will be really uh, traumatized and have to deal with all of that stuff. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna be, I, what I'm trying to say is I'll be really disappointed if they try to work it out so she and Ward still end up together. I would like to see them work out if she actually just becomes evil, too. That would that might be okay. That might work. I just really, really want to fuck you, Ward, and uh, that'd be really neat for me. So uh, the hell with those guys. Yeah, like that would be uh, that would be impossible, but it'd be different. I'd, I'd kind of be it'd like, cool. Yeah. Oh, I, well, you know, we still haven't got Skies like what her powers are. That's true. They might turn her evil. Yeah, maybe if she turned evil, they would they would come out or something. But I, you know, I kind of you know me. I love me a sloppy romance. And it don't get no sloppier than uh, you killed all my friends and now um, you want to um, still go with me. Um, so I was kind of like intrigued this entire episode, um, especially like um, it's given new life to Brett Dalton as an actor on this show for me, because before oh, yeah. this, I just thought he was like kind of um, a blank slate. But now his blank slateness is like a plot point. Um, so watching him, you know, disarm Sky casually with the, oh, we won't be needing this. Last thing we want to do is get a <laughs> possession charge on the way to, like, you're just like, God damn, he's smooth. He is good. Like every time she's coming up with some kind of way to get away, he's just like, no, you know, let me just coax you this way very gently. I'm not going to, I'm not going to strong arm you like I could just because I like you, baby. You know, it's like a pimp's love. It's not like real love. So. <laughs> Sky is his bottom bitch. Right. I like He's that. like, I'm yeah. going to make you do what I say. And, 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 I, and I enjoy it, man, a lot. Like, the character's now more interesting. But I will say, Andrew, I feel like he almost has to die or something soon. Like, at the end of the season, like, I don't know. Can you bring him back for a full season as a bad guy next year? Or is this kind of run its course by the end of this season? If you kill if you kill Ward at the end of this season, it means he's coming back at the end of season two as like a big quote unquote twist. That's what that's gonna mean. He's way too like in into the show. I would rather have him just get away, like not even just not even lie about it. Just like he sneaks out at the end, or maybe like he helps them in some small way in exchange for them being cool enough to let him go. But uh, no, I, you can't kill him. You can't. They're, they'll never commit to it. They'll never commit to that. Not in a million years. You are right. You could draw, You could add a lot of new life to the character by just him doing something good. Just one thing. Not not redeeming himself. Just like, listen, I, I, hate, I hate these guys more than you. Yeah, just one, any one thing. Because there's a point where she compares him to the Nazis and Hitler Youth. Um, and he's like, <laughs> what? Like, how, how are you going to just say that? Just because I killed a bunch of innocent people and I work for an organization that's trying to kill billions of people, it's literally. Ward's like, in my defense, none of them were Jewish. Right. Like, like I don't even know what you're going to do. Like, what? He's like, I kill indiscriminately. Okay? So, first of all, back off. Huge difference. Huge. Um, and I guess, lastly, the uh, big reveal that um, Clark Gregg is behind the Clark Gregg project to reconstruct Clark Gregg's brain. Um what would you guys think about the Colson review uh, uh, reveal? I'll start with you first, Andrew. 
Uh, I thought that was pretty cool. I like this whole idea that somehow just knowing what happened uh, causes people to go crazy. Um, and so now they're kind of setting it up in season two where, where Coulson's constantly going to be wondering, am I losing my mind? What's going on? Uh, I think that sets up some interesting dynamic. I'm, I, I, I really have to suspend my disbelief uh, because I'm kind of wondering, okay, what is it about just knowing that makes people go crazy? Because that's a, it's a combination of, a, of mental knowledge plus whatever biological treatment they did, and it just it just seems pretty implausible. But I think it's a cool idea. Yeah, I thought it was interesting to see that it now puts everyone else in a different light because everyone who tried to get in the way of that secret in the beginning of the show was actually trying to help him, uh, like you know, per his instructions. Um, what did you think about it, Bibbs? Again, I, it's so much buildup, so much buildup for this goddamn Tahiti project that the fact that it's just. I mean, it's kind of neat that Coulson was in on it and doesn't remember. I mean, it's kind of like, did you guys ever see The Prisoner? And if you haven't, you should. It's kind of like that, and that's that's kind of fun. But at the same time, it's like, what's the big secret? Well, uh, it's got side effects. We already, that was one of the, we figured that. That had to be a thing. Like, it's not really, the only thing we really got was that Coulson was in on it. And that's okay, but it's it's not like a two episodes away from the end of the season reveal. It's just sort of like, oh. Like, like Colson had the right reaction. He was like, oh, I kind of thought there'd be more to it than that. <laughs> I was kind of hoping that they would actually discover that someone from Hydra had been behind it. Whatever, I forget the, uh, the politician's name. Uh, and uh, Alexander Pierce. Yes, yes. And we, we, oh, we, okay. Yeah, we found out he was evil in Captain America, the Winter Soldier. I kind of wish that he had been in charge because I like the idea of suddenly making the audience go, wait, could Clark Gregg suddenly turn evil? Because he's such a, such a pure, admirable character. I think that really would have shaken things up quite a bit. Uh, but given that they didn't do that, you know, this was an okay reveal. Yeah, um, I, I, well, you said politician in the movie. At first, I thought you meant Gary Shandling. That would be awesome. That would be cool because they. That might would be better him. than Alexander Pierce. <laughs> right, like we might could get him on the show. Is Gary Shandling? <laughs> yeah, <he's>, that's. <laughs> Gary Shandling's also in uh, Hydra in the. Um, oh, in the is movie that not Captain Pierce? That's who I was talking about. Oh yeah, no, no, okay. Pierce is yeah. Robert Redford, dude. Oh, yeah, okay. Pierce is Robert Redford. Okay. The direct I was like, we're never getting Robert Redford on this show. There, were, there was a miracle we got him in Captain America. I, I don't know. Like, for me, the whole thing is when you introduce this heavily foreshadowed mystery, you know, and you have to really, really pay it off because people have been speculating about this for months. And even though there's only so many thing, ways it could have gone, with the exception of the alien deal, which I don't think anyone saw coming, pretty much every, like, theory i've heard online is cooler than what they're doing on the show and that's the thing that stresses me out that's the thing that bugs me it's like if you're gonna really really trot this thing out as something you want people to speculate about you'd better have the best idea imaginable for how it's going to play out and this is just okay it's not uninteresting but yeah. part of me wonders if this is just like another step because even with him like realizing he's behind it um i think it would be cool if he could get his memory back because that still doesn't explain that big ass blue alien so like i would you know and if it's gonna tie in the guardians of the galaxy or anything like that like i feel like there's still more room they could go with this to like notch it up to the point where the reveal feels more worth it right now it's just more like oh you were behind it that's weird why did you lose your memory why you know can you not remember being in the project um you know, why, like, what, what the fuck was up with that blue alien? Why would they just put that juice in you like that? Like, I, you know, I, I feel like there has to be more planning and stuff behind it than just, oh, I was behind it. Well, end of this mystery. Let's move to the next thing. Even if this isn't the end of the mystery, the mystery has been going on long enough that I feel like we should be getting cooler reveals by now. Like, we should be getting reveals that don't, that actually demand a reaction of more than, 
huh, like, I know that that's cute, and I know that that's the Whedon and company stamp on things to kind of amusingly underplay that. Like, I remember when Dracula showed up in Buffy the Vampire Slayer, and it was this big moment. It's like, who are you? It's like, oh, I thought you knew. I, um, camera pushes in Dracula, and it just cuts to Buffy going, get out! And then it was the commercial, like, that was cute. But, like, this is, he's got so much emotionally invested in this, so much, not just emotionally, but in every single aspect of his life and being is invested in this plot point that if we're going to give him something new, new piece of information, it should be something that makes him go, ah, oh, fucking shit, god fucking, ah! You know, like it should, it should, we're at the point now where I want more drama from this and I want bigger reveals. So that's me. Like you could have done, you know what you could have done? You could have done the total recall thing where it was actually, it was like Shepard Book or someone else who he knew was behind Tahiti. And like he gives his big speech and Colson's like, oh, I don't know if I buy this. And then Colson shows up on camera to add like another bit of information. And he's just like, no, yeah, I'm, I'm also totally in on this. And uh, yeah, you're right. We got to do something about that brain damage. And Colson's like, what? Like that would have been better. That would have been a bigger reveal. Yeah. 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 Um, and like I said, maybe we'll get more from it, maybe we won't, but uh I I would like to get more. Um if you know, I would like for this not to be the end of that if if this is you know, if this is all we're gonna get. Um all right, so next week, man, um uh, what are you guys uh looking forward to? Oh, I haven't seen the preview, but uh we've only got two episodes left, so I like how things are finally starting to come together. I think you're right. I think we're definitely gonna start to see uh we're gonna either find out about War's relationship with Garrett, or we might find out some more about Sky's powers. Um, so that's going to be interesting to see. Uh, but but one other thing I, w- I want to ask you guys, am I the only person who was disappointed we didn't get more Mama May? Yeah, I said that earlier. Yeah, we, yes, we talked about that before you came on. Yes, okay. Mama May rules. Uh, we, I was like, where are we starting with uh, Maria Hill talking to... Um, to uh melinda may by the way shout out to the uh security team uh apparently stark puts on his people because uh melinda may took them out like it wasn't shit Uh, (laughs) i don't uh, think that was stark i think that was actually because she was complaining to pepper Potts about it i think that's the u.s government keeping tabs on her okay well shout out to the u.s government because she took those motherfuckers out so quickly she's like well phone call would have could have done well like i thought you wanted a night off like good grief she took them out Oh, also, um, one, all one right. more thing I want to I want to mention. Getting back to the whole Ward Sky thing, there is an interesting moment mm-hmm. where Ward basically complains to her that you know you don't know what it's like. You've never had to uh, hide your identity, um, and I'm, I'm wondering if they're foreshadowing that Sky might eventually be placed in a position where she has to go undercover or she has to hide who she is. Mm. I don't know. I think Sky has been a part of Ultimatum this whole time. Yeah, it is also possible that she's already hiding her identity now or something. Like, she's only one name. She was has this weird background when she was adopted. Um, you know, she could be making all this shit up and undercover. She's a computer expert that's, you know, really good at covering her tracks, apparently. So, who knows? Maybe we'll get some. I mean, that is the great part about the war turn is that we now, I at least mean, I, I personally watch the show now going you trustworthy or not, you know, to every single character except for probably uh, Clark Gregg. So, um, yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if, you know, we get some kind of reveal that she has an ulterior motive. Actually, you know what? You know what, what I, if? You know what I just realized? Okay, oh. so Sky denies that she's ever had to do that or would ever do that, but she was rising tide. I love how the writers are just trying to make us forget all about that. Oh, yeah, what the fuck? Yeah. I mean, rising tide is the same. Well, well, the I totally forgot is, about that because they sucked. Yeah, I don't think rising tide is necessarily the same um, because they knew she was rising tide when they let her on the ship. But, I, but, but yeah, there was a period where she was definitely – trying to play both sides so you know that you know he could have easily reminded her of that betrayal yeah but that would be bad because the writers want us to forget all about that let's just for, forget <laughs> it ignore it it never happened but he needs I'm, I'm i'm i hope they do bring it back because i want to see um that dude she was sleeping with come back in the picture and crazy ass ward have to take care of him that would be cool <laughs> psycho lover Um, i have a theory i have a theory before we move on i just want to say this right now so we know that sky is probably gonna has powers and that uh uh you know maybe that'll expand who knows what if 
This whole thing, this whole Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. business, is all some weirdly elaborate origin story for the Great Lakes Avengers. And Coulson is actually Mr. Immortal. And uh, 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 Melinda May is actually Squirrel Girl, because uh, she's, like, indefeatable in battle. Right? And then Sky's going to turn out to be, like, Dinosaur or something. She's going to turn out to be, like, a dinosaur person. And, uh, yeah. Yeah. What do you think? What do you think, Rod? Uh, I'm going to say... I that is probably not likely. I would watch it, but I Yes you would. I'm gonna go with that it is probably not what they're going for. That is that would that would be a damn shame. I'm gonna say I don't know who those characters are really, but they sound amazing. So yes, let's do that. They are <laughs> West Coast Avengers, Great Lake Avengers, um, spinoff show. Uh, maybe they'll come back next season. Maybe that's why they haven't announced if it's renewed. They're going to change the name of the show to Great Lakes Avengers. Um, that's well. That's actually something I'm wondering. Is like, would they just rechange change the name of the show? And I personally would. Mm-hmm. Why the fuck not? So, eh, whatever. They're not Agents of Shield anymore. That's for sure. So. Nope. They not. are Agents of Shield, Rod. In their hearts, they're always Agents <laughs> of Shield. <sighs> oh, shout out! I forgot to mention. Shout out to Maria Hill and her fucking um plan within a plan within a plan that she was trying to pull off impromptu like it's like oh, hopefully i can get coasting alone where i can explain that this is all part of the plan that is part of the plan that was part of the plan uh it's like you know that that conversation which basically ends with coasting being like yeah dude bad timing one of my agents is about to get killed because of you and she's like oh well fuck the plan we'll just beat up the government there'll be no repercussions well, she's not even she's not even mad like she's not even just like one of my agents is in trouble well, all of our agents are in trouble what are you gonna do yeah but it's ward hey i vetted ward ah oh, fuck and now she's beating up government agents because now it's like i'm the asshole right. i thought i was blameless like that sort of thing yeah, how do they um, – oh, you know, that is interesting, though. How do you get out of that? Because I feel like the government's not going to die. Uh, 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 Talbot's going to still be alive. They didn't kill anybody. So, um, yeah, this, like that could be a thing. Then uh, maybe that's season two or maybe that's the uh, conclusion of season one. Maybe they all go into custody or something because the government can't just let that go. Oh, speaking of Maria Hill, I thought it was really interesting – that uh, she apparently doesn't know that Nick Fury is still alive. And I was trying to figure out, okay, is it really that she doesn't know or is that she's not allowed to tell Coulson she doesn't know that he knows, so she's trying to still keep it a secret? I, we see her interact with Samuel L. Jackson in The Winter Soldier. She knows he's alive. Oh, that's so funny. she probably just okay. doesn't realize that Coulson has been told yet. At which point, if I were Coulson, I was just like, hey, shut the fuck, Pat Oswalt told me. Like I know yeah. he's alive. Just can we just can we can we drop the facade? You know, um, so that kind of bugged me. What he can do? I read that scene two ways because that was the one interpretation I had. The other one is that it comes in line in the same line of dialogue where she's like, "There is no shield. There is no this. There is no fury. There is like if she's kind of saying like there is no director fury like that. That shit's over. He's off the grid. We both know that." Uh. So uh, can you not bring him up? There's not going to be any backup. Uh, if you want to go get your rocks off on this vendetta, fine. But don't try to, you know, frame this as a shield operation. That shit is dead. That's true. Well, that works That's too, I suppose. Oh, also, one thing I want you, I, I'm wondering if, if either of you can explain to me, and maybe I just... Mi- Scott's hair in the car. Scott's hair in the car was like after sex there no i thought that was great i love oh it was great i hate it how after action scenes uh, a lot of actresses they still have perfect makeup and perfect hair i like that they actually messed up her hair i thought that was nice all right man so um we did get an itunes review and andrew showed up late so maybe he do you have any position for them phil if not i'll make something up but i got i got one if you you guys don't have it awesome show five stars by jen summers but she says uh not having a new episode last week made me realize how much i enjoy listening to this podcast every week and miss it when it's not there so i thought i better rate and review to share my love the hosts have great chemistry and well thought out discussions about every episode especially love that gwen is part of the cast because it's hard to find podcasts about things i love with the female voice so sorry about this episode then 
Yeah. Jen Summers, we are pleased to announce that you are our official Man-Thing publicist. When someone needs to know who or what a Man-Thing is, you will be there. <laughs> Get cracking on Wikipedia. There will be a test. Now, see, that's more, that's more offensive. She should get one Man-Thing. Um, but uh, thank you. <laughs> we appreciate you. Uh, we also got an email. It says, quick review in theory, and then it's seven paragraphs long. Hey, all. Love the show. It's really refreshing to hear you guys talk about everything after each episode and touch on every aspect of the plot and the character dynamics. Theory time. Yay. The sort of underlying thing with Hydra is cut off one head, two more grow in his place. What if Ward isn't the only Hydra plant on the team? Simmons in particular has been making me think lately that something is up. Uh, they've really been pushing the bad liar angle, angle in turn, turn, turn. She emphasizes that she needed, uh, to become a better liar. She doesn't question Han's logic when faces, uh, when faced with the prospect of immediate death and seemingly has no issues with Trip dropping bodies to serve her purpose. If Fitz doesn't like the change and she's so clearly willing to split herself off from an organization that can no longer allow her to do her job as she feels it should be done, uh, will continually be emphasized, then this would be the biggest change of all. That would be cool. And as, yeah, sorry, we, we talked about, like, you know, we had Simmons ask, Fitz asked Simmons flat out, are you a member of Hydra? And she said no, uh, which really is kind of an odd scene to have this long after the Hydra reveal, unless she's Hydra. So that's actually an interesting theory and not a bad one. Well, for the record, Fitz just found out. So is interest like, as an audience, we've known, that they've been betrayed for like four weeks, but like Fitz found out today, you know, in the show's time. And he's like, so what about you? They still knew that people in, in, in shield were though. Like it wasn't like outside the realm of possibility. They were concerned about Melinda May this whole time, for example. So Mm -hmm. like it probably would have occurred to him and the, the sense of betrayal should be well more heightened because of Ward's betrayal should have been pretty fresh. Like it should have been right out there. The other thing though is Ward passed that lie detector test, just gave him love advice. Um, Melinda may pass it too. I felt like they felt like they had this more family atmosphere. So like the betrayal was more impossible to them until it happened. And now it's like, holy shit. Like, could, could it be you? You know, I, at least that's how I, I took it. No, fair enough. I suppose she continues. She's one of the youngest Academy graduates. She made a beeline for Fitz and the, the other genius in the group. Using Fitz's cover would make her absolutely beyond question if she is a, for all intents and purpose, purposes, half of a person without him. If her family is a Hydra legacy, then she could absolutely have been put in the Shield Academy early on to infiltrate the organization. If Hydra needs to be successful in the new world, they would need someone with her brain power and the knowledge she gained as a member of Colson's team. Whoa, whoa, stop there, Rod. All right, you just yeah. made rem- remember, okay, you meant, this email says, if her family is a Hydra legacy, there was that little bit uh, that never really went anywhere where she was trying to get in touch with her parents. So mm-hmm. maybe that was just a cover. Maybe she was trying to get in touch with her secret Hydra, Hydra? employers. Hmm. Um, it, also, it also makes the interactions between Ward and Simmons a lot more interesting in hindsight when you see how much more relaxed and easygoing he is around her. Uh, she could have gone in as his handler, or maybe they both just know. But if sleeping with May was good business and Sky was balancing the unknown quali- quantity, uh, Simmons is a weird variable because their dynamic can read as not quite platonic if you watch him and how frequently he's honing in on her and how much she focuses on ensuring he's fighting fit. Uh, how comfortable they are together is almost domestic and very trusting on both sides. Ward is the short game. He's all but out in the open, but Simmons flat, flipping in the finale to be the second Hydra head will be one hell of a twist. It's probably nothing, but it's been fun to think about. Very fun to think about. I like it. That's from Amanda. Totally dig it. I'm going I'm to tell you, Amanda, I don't think it's going to happen, dog. I'm going to be real with you. Shh, them cries are too, them tears are too real. She was crying and shit when she found out she did that body and she was like, oh, he did it. Um, and I just don't think, you know, her, uh, I don't, if she, unless she learned how to lie tremendously in them last three weeks, that, that's a hell of a tale, man. She was crying like shit. Well, I mean, I mean, the fake lying could very well be part of the cover. It's like if, if whenever she's supposed to be, uh, lying, she's, uh, faking it. 
You know, she's actually like, you know, see, no, see, I can't lie. I'm a terrible liar. Right. Mm-hmm. You know. All right. Well, I'm right. Gonna, I'm, I'm saying gonna, it, it could be cute. I mean, it, she's a, she's an unrealistically bad liar. You got to admit. Uh, I agree with that, but I'm willing to put money on it, man. I feel like that's just a quirk of her character. Um, and also, like, because people bring up the cut off one hand, two more growing his place for Hydra. But, like, theoretically, that can't be possible because if they did that, like, by the end of, like, every episode dealing with Hydra, everybody would be Hydra or just like. like it's and it's, now, it's not meant to be that. taken literally, Rod. It's not meant to be taken literally. It's just Hydra won't die. You know, if you try to kill Hydra, even if one even if one Hydra member is left, they're going to make more Hydra because no one apparently can resist the appeal of sweet, sweet Nazism. Yeah, but it's not just make one Hydra. It's like everyone's taking it as then someone else will betray you. Not just another Hydra will show up, but like cut one off and then two more pop up and there they were on your side too you had no idea like that's got to end at some point because we have a cast and we have to keep the show going so i'm gonna say that uh we're not gonna get any more betrayals uh within the team um from people that are already on the team by that sounds oh man i want i want that in writing rod i want to be able to hold that up to you like your declaration of principles just say huh we got two episodes to go so All right. Well, from, 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 for, yeah, now, for now, for now. What, what else have we got, Rod? Any any questions? Anything going on? Oh shit! Yeah, you're right. Um, can you discuss and laugh at Fitz's tantrum, Terry? Okay, everyone. One, two, three. Laugh. One, two, three. Ha <laughs> 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 I think we already talked about it a little bit, but uh, you know, I think he's entitled to a tantrum. He's having a rough couple of days. Um. But, um, again, I'm waiting for him to man up. I was enjoying seeing uh, Fitz evolve and grow and actually become a pretty capable field agent. And I realized that the last few days, weeks, whatever, have been really, really hard on him. But uh, we've seen that he's stronger than this, and I'm waiting for that to come back. Uh, I thought his tantrum was weak sauce and laughable, but but mostly because we've been seeing him be extra, extra emo for the last couple of weeks. And then he just... <laughs> Hulks out and he's just like flipping over empty pans and shit and i was just like i want this jeff so that next time something pisses me off on the internet i could just put that up as like oh what i didn't like this thing on uh i don't know Mad Men, and then it's the fitz tantrum jeff <laughs> a gift i i think you should i think you should get like the german version of it and make it like the new downfall video <laughs> like anytime something bad happens it's just like oh I actually didn't mind the tantrum. I, I actually think that uh, that Ian de, de Kastiker, or however you pronounce his name, I actually think that he's been doing a really, really good job these past few episodes. And I like how they're they're slowly giving him more emotional depth. And, you know, we, we had that whole thing at the beginning of the season where he started off hating Ward, and then he and Ward kind of warmed up to each other. And now to have him freak out when he discovers that Ward is actually a Hydra agent, I, I think that that's actually working pretty well. Uh, I, I do like angry fits. Uh, not so much here for emo fits, but we talked about that earlier. Um, we have another question. Do you think that Colson will willingly submit himself to getting Tahiti wiped once again? Now, why would he do that? I guess. What do you got? If, if it will save him, I mean, like, if it'll if it'll get to the point where, like, oh no, I'm starting to become a phasic and lose my ability to do my job, and the team needs me now, and go, oh, no, there's a memory wiping machine. Well, if I use it right now, I could save the day. You might be able to do that. I don't know. It strikes me as a cheat. You know, the uh, the sort of eternal sunshine of the spotless mind effect, where if you wipe your memory, you're going to find out that it was always a bad idea every single time. It's very rare for anything to kind of take a stand. It's like, yeah, wipe that memory. That's always a good thing. They would need to write some sort of crazy specific circumstance. Exactly. Where that's like a good idea. Because right now, that seems like the worst idea. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I really don't think they're going to wipe his memory again anytime soon. Maybe in the future. But I definitely want some time with this new Coulson who's discovered the truth. I, I want to see what's going to happen to him mentally. If he is going to have some sort of breakdown, I, I think that that process could be interesting. So I hope they explore that uh, for, for a little while before they find a way to fix it. Why don't the Avengers know that Coulson is alive? He hasn't been hi- exactly hiding 
He had been wandering around the hub in full view of every low-level agent and the IT support staff. They know. That's a good question. And um, uh, some of them know. Like, I'll bet Captain America knows. uh, Because, again, yeah, he's at S.H.I.E.L.D. like all the time. And apparently they're really terrible at keeping secrets. Surely Stark knows. Stark possibly knows. I guarantee you Thor doesn't know. uh, Because when's that going to come up? He never ran into S.H.I.E.L.D. again. He's been stuck in Asgard. And yeah, Lady Sif found out, but she found out after Thor willingly exiled himself to Earth. So, eh. Um, Hulk, probably not. I'm going to say none of them know. Um, and I'm going to have to push back on that, Andrew. Uh, S.H.I.E.L.D. might be terrible at keeping secrets. Hydra apparently was really, really, really fucking good at keeping secrets. So maybe... Uh, who knows who, who saw what? Like, maybe only the Hydra people saw Colson walking around. <laughs> <laughs> that is quite the coolest. All right, fam, listen, 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 I'll, I'll, I'll say this right now. I'll say this right now. Uh, uh, Sparger, you are correct. Uh, they haven't done a very good job of keeping that secret, and it wouldn't surprise me if any, if any or all of the Avengers know the truth by now. But uh, they haven't specifically clarified that any of them do. But won't they make an awesome reveal in a- a- in Avengers 2? No, because the audience is a million miles away from it. The, mi- the audience knows, like, completely. Like, you'd have to do something now. You'd have to be like, Coulson has some weird coming out party. Like, like season 2 opens with, like, the Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. or whatever the hell they are now. Like, just, like, driving home from Stark's birthday party for Coulson. Just like, you know, <laughs> oh, man, that was great. I can't believe that Scarlet, that that uh, the fucking Black Widow and Hawkeye just made out in front of all of us. That was so hot, like you know, like something like that, like just like yeah, it was it was a good <laughs> welcome back party, long overdue, I thought. And then we're done. <laughs> like that would be a good idea. They need to bring. Uh, they he needs to tell the cellist before he tells anybody else. I feel because that that just wouldn't be yeah. fair. Yeah. But uh, you know the other the other answer to this is, uh, and I think they've already said it several times, the uh, the Avengers aren't high enough level up of Shield to know. Like like I think Coulson's secret is level eight or some shit, and uh, Avengers aren't that level. So. Well, yeah, but now there is no Shield, so Coulson I think should just like send send them all an email and be like, hey guys, right. alive. <laughs> hey, send him an invite to his party. Yeah, he, he, he just upload like a selfie to Instagram. Like still here. <laughs> I'm I'm picture I'm picturing Tony Stark doing something totally badass, and then his phone beeps, and he sees that like Agent Coulson's Facebook account has been reactivated, and he's like, "What? <laughs> <laughs> Where is the cube? We need to get there." Um, and this is the last question, and this is from Popular Crunch: Who wins in a fight between Slade and Deathlock? Slade. Hmm. For those who aren't sure, uh, when we're talking about Slade, we're talking about uh, Deathstroke from Arrow, who is the main bad guy in Arrow this season, and Deathlock from from S.H.I.E.L.D., who is one of the main bad guys in S.H.I.E.L.D. this season. Deathlock is a cyborg who doesn't work very well. Slade is a superhuman who is an incredibly talented fighter and expert tactician. Slade's going to wipe the floor with them. Might be a fun fight, though. I think Slade wins, but not because of his physical prowess or his ability to fight. I think he wins because he's uh, already kidnapped Deathlock's son and is threatening <laughs> his life uh, before they even get to the fight. So uh, Slade, he'll 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 show up at Deathlock's house and take a tour uh, before he takes the fight. I would take the Pepsi challenge between like most Arrow villains and most Shield villains so far. Yeah. So yeah, uh, yeah. yeah. There are a few exceptions here or there, but also, don't you feel like Slade shows up in like his suit suit, not his not his Deathlock suit, but like in his like button up suit? <laughs> yeah, he looks like, he looks very snazzy and just like, hey, come here, you know, like it's, it's like, oh yeah, that'd be fucking great. Yeah, no, I fucking love it. No, I, I would love that. That'd be awesome. I am killing you, just not as quickly as you'd like. <laughs> yeah, I made a promise. <laughs> Would you like to talk Andrew has no idea what the hell we're talking about. No, I about. know what you're talking about. I've been, I've been watching Arrow. Oh. oh have you? Has, Good. Okay, cool. All right. He has, he has Someone has a phone, him. and the phone is already on FaceTime with his son. <laughs> 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 uh, 
Uh, all right, man. All right. Well, now, um, this this has been uh, Age of the Shield Cash. You want to take us out, Andrew? You go ahead, Rod. You you you. Uh, I I came in late, so you go ahead and close us out. All right, man. Well, hit us up at filmgeekradio.com. Uh, make sure you like I said, click on the sponsors and donate button. Um, and help the show out. Um, you can also find my man Bibbs at uh, Crave Online. Where he's yes. the film, film channel editor. He also has two podcasts, the B Movies podcast and the Blue Movies podcast, which is about naked ladies and porno and having sex. Uh, yes. Yes, it is. It's hour long uh, interviews with various porn stars in the adult industry. Our first episode with Ash Hollywood is up now. Our second episode with Tasha Rain, where we're going to talk about her Triple uh, X My Little Pony parody, is going to be up next week. That's a very fun episode. Uh, I would also like to point out that I am now doing a weekly video uh, TV episode recap reviews for What the Flick on YouTube. That's What the Flick for both Hannibal and AMC's Turn. Uh, so go ahead and uh, scope those out on YouTube. They're a lot of fun. Um, and also follow him on Twitter at William Bibiani. Please do. Um, uh, and uh, Andrew, you can find him. Uh, Cinema Fix is uh, his podcast. What, y'all got any other TV show podcasts going right now, Andrew? Uh, we, we're thinking about starting up a new TV show podcast this summer. We're try- we're still figuring out what show. Uh, we're going to cover. So once S.H.I.E.L.D. is off the air, if, if any of our listeners have suggestions on what TV show you might want us to cover next on Film Geek Radio, uh, shoot us an email or, or send me a message on Twitter and let us know if there's anything coming out this summer you want us to cover. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at WriterAndrew. You can find me at TheBlackOutTips.com. Uh, the Blackout Tips on iTunes, Stitcher, and Podomatic. Just search uh, The Blackout Tips. And um, I'm also on Twitter at Rodimus Prime, and I live tweet stuff. Uh, right now, live tweeting the son of Batman from Rod's live tweets on Twitter. So uh, go check me out there. Um, thanks, guys, for coming out. Agents, disassemble. This has been a Film Geek Radio production. Film Geek Radio! Yeah!